only yeah like toilet paper is our go-to i love getting my hair cut especially when there's a scalp massage involved but uh she would say your body is a temple and you need to take care of it we have a lot of a lot of flexibility yeah where he just ate garbage how long was that a year do this i can't do this without cassie and the kids enabling me to do this i find myself encouraging myself so i'm like no you can do this don't give up (laughs) we got lots to say (laughs) i love my husband so much and my son i had a baby her name is isla i want to see the baby (laughs) i've definitely had multiple drinks on multiple episodes loosen up it's a podcast we're here to have fun so enjoy yourself all right i fucking nailed it this time next last weekend got shit on me did you have to fuss with the tracks i don't think so um it i did a bunch of spot checks and everything was lined up nicely uh, and then the volume seemed to be pretty good between the two tracks. So the only question now is, is if the volume with the intro is still good to go with the rest of the body of the uh, the episode. And Nailed it. And we're dancing. Nailed it, as they say, on that show. Come ILD. There's a fun, a fantastic Halloween edition of of Nailed It out at the moment, and it, we're is like Nailed slowly it the getting show? through. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Nicole Byers is the host, and she she is so funny. I find her hilarious. I don't know who really. she is. Oh. Uh, oh. I th- like, I think that was, like, her big break was Nailed It. She's been doing it for six seasons, I think she said. Oh, is she the... And she got the curly hair there. She's, um... Yes. Nicole Byers, you said? Nicole Byers. She's the only show I would have seen on, on the... Yeah, yeah, Nicole Byers, yeah. Yeah, and she's been like a she's been in a few known sitcoms like as a what do they call it cameo character and whatnot. Right. Um, like she was on, uh, gosh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, she was Trudy Judy. True. Yes. Yes. I yes, just yes. pulled it up um, on IMDb. There you go, and so she's played a, a number of of those types of cameo roles as well since since i think starting nailed it like i really feel like that's what like shot her into fame and now she does a lot of stand-up yeah uh so she's touring doing stand-up a bunch and yeah she's been on a couple like specials like that anyway so check it out folks if you want to see some halloween spooky baking stuff it's pretty pretty sweet she was in mike and dave need wedding dates i did not see that it's a funny movie. I think you guys would enjoy okay. it. What is the year that that movie was That released? came out in 2016. Oh, gosh. Ancient uh, history. Ancient history. Yeah, if you haven't seen it now. <laughs> it's a really interesting movie, though, because it's, uh, I'll say, loosely based on a true story. Um, okay. The two guys are brothers, and they keep destroying family reunions because they just get beyond drunk. And their sister's getting married in Hawaii, and they're basically told they're not welcome to the wedding unless they bring a date. Because Mm. all of their antics start by uh, trying to hook up with girls and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So their parents are like, yeah, we're not fucking around uh, unless you bring a date. You're not welcome. Because that's a fail safe. Yeah. Turns out it did not help them whatsoever. Yeah. But uh, tune in. Next week to see what Jenna thinks of Mike and Dave need wedding dates. <laughs> Indeed. I'm going to race, race over and watch that after this. <clears throat> I apologize if I have a coughing fit in the middle of this. It seems that the vid has really done, uh, done a number on my my tonsils. I don't know. What are lungs Whatever's in, in there. Poumon? I was going to say lung, like lung, but spelled with an O. <laughs> That's definitely not how you translate uh, French. No, hard note. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I was briefly mentioning to you that I did a, a 
Catholic faux pas. Well, today. Okay. But you were you were saying that it's not such a faux pas. I don't think it's people it, do it all the time. Faux pas as you think. No, because like, I was not allowed to do that at all. Like you had to sit through the service. So today, uh, Jordan had to work, and I, I, I've every time he's had to work a Sunday day shift, I have made a point of taking the kids to 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 mass. Right. And. <clears throat> It's a great way, I think, to start off the morning. <coughs> the kids seem to enjoy it. There's a lot of music. Um, you know, its I don't want to say it's a lot to bring kids to mass, but I feel like it kind of is. Uh, especially when um, you're alone. Yeah, I suppose. And so I, I was like, I'm fully equipped. Like, Isla's in the carrier. Anson's got some, uh, you know, items to occupy him. I brought some, like, quiet, like... Uh, those poppet yep. toys yep. and like water wow book so like he has like some quiet things to pass the time he also asked if he could like leaf through the bible and i was like <laughs> yeah do you go for it so he opens up and he starts going through each and every single page <coughs> so that was um that was cute and uh anyways we we were like pretty close to communion and uh things just fell apart very quickly isla started screaming she wouldn't take her soother she was over it um i have described her in the past as feisty well all her feisty came out today yeah she was saving uh, it yeah and then anson was and like granted they did so good up until this point. Um, I was like, this is great. We're going to make it. And then Anson was laying on the pew. He wouldn't sit down. He said, Mommy, I'm tired. Tired. Yeah, so he was just laying there, refused to sit up. And I said, you know what? Okay, I think we're going to I think we're gonna go, Anson. And he's like, why are we going? And I was like, I think we got to go. Meanwhile, Isla's flailing. She's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Disturbing the peace for everyone. Just being a bitch. Um, just, just doing her thing, you know? And, like, all the power to her. I feel like uh, I want her to have this, like, courage and, and ability to just, like, say and do what she feels yeah. in her life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and not feel, like, crushed by whatever situation she's in. Um, for better, for worse, you know? And uh, today, I suppose it was for worse, and so we had we had to go. I was like, Anson, we're gonna go use the bathroom and leave, and we did. And uh, I did feel guilty. I felt very guilty. Is and the... you were saying that this is not such a strange thing. I don't. I don't think You've so. You've seen occurrences of this it's, it... type of behavior before. Yeah, people get up and leave the church all the time for for one reason or another. But it's not like it's not like you go in. And you can't leave until mass is over. I mean, especially in the day and age of cell phones, things pop up and people decide that, you know, something is taking priority over mass. Uh, mm-hmm. And and there's differing opinions on that. And I'm sure everyone's got a threshold where something is important enough and that's fine. Um, yeah. But uh, I, my question for you is, did they have like a crying room at the church? Not at this one. No, it's... Uh like I've been to a bunch that do yeah, and that's super convenient um you know what they might next to the confession area but I haven't investigated yeah, it enough and it's really small like it's if it is it's puny yeah like it's like a one man show in there well and it's just designed so, so that people can go and be louder with their children and the parents can still take in the service because there's mm-hmm. usually speakers yeah. in there. but i mean barring yeah. that eventually you being there with your children is uh it's stressing you out you're not able to pay attention to mass and now other people aren't oh, able to pay attention so yeah. i get it what's yeah what's the when, point like the seventh and... person turned around to look at us i was like okay gotta go. go and it's different too when there's other kids there making noise because you're kind of just like blending in with the 
with For the sure. expectations of what's acceptable in that congregation. Sure. But when the congregation's got little few fewer children, it's harder to just be like, oh, you know, kids will be kids. Yeah, yeah, there's less... Uh, and, and, like, I don't think people were um, like an, upset, yeah. per se. It was just, like, what is going on back yeah, there? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so... We left a bit early and, and I, I told, like, I I didn't want Anson to feel, like, upset or ashamed or anything like that because uh, I wanted it to be, a, I want this to be a positive thing. So I was just like, we're going to pee and we're going to go. And he's like, why are we leaving? Because he could tell it wasn't over. Yeah. Like, we're the only ones going. <laughs> and uh, I said, honey, I think, I think we're just being a bit too noisy. So maybe we'll come back and do mass another day when we're able to be a bit more quiet. And he was like, oh, okay. I, and I hope that that was, like, the right way to... I mean, what else would you have said? Express that, but... Yeah, I don't know. Well, I could have been, like, because you're so loud and yeah. so annoying and blah, blah, blah. God watched like, you not disrupt his yeah. service, and he's yeah. going to remember. Forever. Yeah, I could have, like, thrown, like, Cassie's so much guilt candy. down. His... Cassie! What's the candy for? I can hear you, babe. Oh, Halloween. Yeah, but is it is it for the bags? Yes. Did you run out? Oh, are you making bags? More Cassie. The bags, and then I'm going to be indulging. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's making a, a hundred little takeaway baggies for the trick-or-treaters. Oh you guys are going to be busy at your place, hey? Well, we're going trick-or-treating ourselves, so... We're just going to leave it out. like. Oh, you're just leaving them out. Oh, please take one. And, and Cassie's got a pretty diabolical plan. Kay. She's hoping that we're back from trick-or-treating before the older kids go out trick-or-treating. So, yeah. And, and then that there's leftovers so that we can come okay. back before, if there are leftovers, before older kids take, you know, a bunch. Because they're the ones that are going to be like, our... Uh, are yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah shoveling it in dump yeah. the box into their bag um i was having a drink with our little our bag animals. oh they're just savages and speaking of the savages i was talking with my my back neighbor yesterday <laughs> okay excellent did you see how i segued that back yeah, to what i lovely, was going to talk about um uh she was talking about how a bunch of older kids showed up one uh last year or they, whenever the last time trick-or-treating happened, I can't even remember, probably last year. And yeah. uh, they were dressed as, like, nothing. And she's like, what? what are you guys doing? Like, she called them out on it. And I uh, was like, well, you know, we just, you know, want to celebrate Halloween. She goes, you're not even dressed up. I'm not giving you candy for free. What are you going to do? Good for her. And But she gave it to them, too. Her? Him? Her, yeah. yeah. She's like, what, oh, what are okay. you going to do? And they're like, uh, we could sing you a song. And she's like, yeah, okay. So they sang a song, and, like, they didn't just phone okay. it in. Apparently, they sang the song. Wow. And so she gave them, like, the regular amount of candy and a bit extra for for being good sports and singing a song mm. and, you know. Yeah. I thought that was a really interesting story. She's going to... Th- those kids remember that. Yeah, they're going to come back, and they're probably going to have rehearsed. They're probably going to have a little choreograph to go with it. Hopefully. I mean, if they've been on TikTok long enough, they certainly have all the choreography (laughs) required. But yeah, yeah. circling back, I think think you're fine. I think the Lord in heaven would prefer you take your children to mass, even for a little bit, Mm -hmm. uh, than not at all, so. That's fair. That's a good point. I feel like I was looking at it cup cup half empty and you're looking at it cup half full well yeah and i mean you're looking at it from the point of view of every mom who's in this situation no matter where they are right you're you're doing damage control to stop it from getting worse and Mm. you're trying to think about how you've impacted others around you so you're already coming at it from that quasi negative point of view and i think you just got to cut yourself a little slack and say i had two kids who were Mm. being children and i needed to take them to a place where they could be children no big deal and we did we did, we did. We came home and uh, just all hell broke loose on the block. So <laughs> things things were good. Man, I... Okay, so before I get into this whole thing, but um, I wanted to mention about the kids taking whatever candy they want when it's like a self-serve. 
oh yeah yeah, yeah. basket yep. yeah i always i always wondered like how to navigate that because that's really only been really common since the pandemic because i feel like the first no so you don't think so i remember trick-or-treating as a kid and seeing those out they weren't okay. common but they weren't okay. so uncommon that it wasn't a thing and usually wow. they'll say like please take one or please take one help like there's usually a sign yeah please take one or you know help yourself think of others that kind of thing so yeah yeah. And I mean, if there's no sign, I'd be like, you know, I'm picturing you get the boxes of all the fun size chocolate bars or candy bags or whatever. I'd right. grab yeah. two or three because that's what I'd give out if I was handing out the candy. Sure. So I kind of just, you know, put myself in my shoes, see what I would do. <laughs> and I can tell you this... what, I've never led myself astray. So I tend to listen to my advice. Kind of love what I did there. I'm not going to lie. That was pretty fun. <laughs> Never, never, um, never doubt yourself. Yeah, no, I don't, uh, yeah. no regrets. No regrets, yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> right on. Uh, I feel like it's, is it more common since the pandemic, do you think? Oh, like, would that probably, I think so. And I think, you know, <coughs> taking the kids out last year, uh, around the neighborhood, I think there was... It was weird. I, I don't think actually last year is a good way to measure it because it was one of the first times we were able to do anything social. Yeah. Uh, especially on a larger scale where children are involved because um, they don't go to parties and stuff, so they don't really give a shit. Yeah. But uh, a lot of people were getting involved in decorations, a lot of people in the streets and stuff, which was good. But I think the mm-hmm. one of the greatest silver linings that came out of the pandemic was um, people learning... Or being given better tools to navigate uh, introversion in a more publicly uh, normalized manner. You used to Fair, you used to have to yes. explain to yourself why you didn't want to go somewhere or why you wanted to leave early or whatever. And now people are just like, they don't have to say <laughs> yeah. shit. They just do what they do. Uh, if they're putting out a bowl and not handing out candy, that's fine. If their lights are off because yeah. they don't want to talk to people, that's fine. No one cares. It's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You can totally ignore people and it's great. It's true. And people are just thinking, Yeah, they must uh must be keeping their distance or they give it a half a second of thought if that and it's mm-hmm. nothing about the individual. It's all about Yeah. <coughs> Do you think that will stay the same? I think so. When Oops. the pandemic is, is deemed no longer a pandemic? I actually don't know if it has still I think technically I was I was reading so this came up on my thing my news articles while you're looking that up I'll just say I I think for a long time we're gonna see a lot of references to um whatever you want to call it like I'm trying to think of the words to say references to something that have to do with COVID and how we should be managing it as individuals. I don't want to say things like the government's going to be in blah, blah. Like I don't, that's not what I'm trying to say, but what I am trying to say is I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. And I think we're going to hear about it for, for a while. And and yes, I feel like it's not going to, it's not going to stop. No. I'm probably not going to find it now, but something came up earlier that was saying who, so the World Health Organization, looking to, like, remove the status as, uh, of COVID-19 as a pandemic or something along those lines. I'm terribly paraphrasing this. <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying it, if that helps. <laughs> Thanks, pal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's uh, of course it's not here. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well I love news for that. News the app. Oh. Um <laughs> I thought you were being sarcastic like, about news. No, I honestly I, p- things will come up on my phone and I'm like, oh I wanna read that and then it'll refresh and then the article is gone. 
And there's a lot of paywalls too, right? You can't even search right? it. A lot of them are behind paywalls. Yeah, it just gives you the headline and then, like, New York Post. Which I find pay whatever for the aggravating. subscription. Yeah, because they want 10 bucks from you for every single one. I was like, it didn't even cost this much in print. That's, yeah. Are you kidding me? That's disgusting. What? Like, inflation what? hasn't gone up that much. No. And it's all to digital, too. That. They're just taking advantage of people. It's fucking horseshit. Yeah. I shouldn't Who be that angry quote about unquote, it. unquote, information. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um... Are we done? I feel like I was going to go into this, like, uh, it could be a rabbit hole. Let's do of, it. I love rabbit holes. Of, of child- children parenting stuff once again. Not sure if I should. Uh, did I talk about golf last week? I don't think so. Or last episode? I don't remember. Okay, so. Golf. Jordan surprised me. Jordan oh, listens. He does. He's the he best. I, I said to him at the end of summer, I would like to get into golf. I feel like it's something that we can do going forward for the rest of our lives, basically. I feel like I did mention this. Did I mention this? Uh, I can't remember. I don't <laughs> think so. I'm saying I can't remember as a, as a, as a, as a, a safety net, but I'm going okay. to full... Dick Grayson, this to reference sure. to the Robins. Yeah, yeah. The Robins. I don't know. No, the Graysons who had Robin. With, anyway, and I'm taking the net away, and I'm going to say we did not discuss this. Okay, sweet. So, um, I mentioned that I wanted us, or not even necessarily us, but I said like it's something that I would like to do. Um, I, I've only golfed like maybe a handful of times, to be honest, like really, I wouldn't even call myself a beginner, like uh, amateur, like what, what's the, what's the term? Yeah. Beginner. Beginner? Is that the, uh, what's a pre, I'm a pre beginner. (laughs) A virgin? Like Like a golf (laughs) virgin? (laughs) Like you've never touched a golf club before? You've been mini putting? Like, I yeah, have, you've yeah, swung yeah, a yeah, golf yeah. club before? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you're yeah. a beginner. Been, been driving to the driving range and whatnot. So, anyways, I, I mentioned to him that I was interested in, in doing this. And we were like, oh, that'd be really a great idea. Because then there's a golf course super close to his parents. You know, in the summers when he's working evenings, um, we can drop the kids off for a couple hours at his parents' place. And just take off to to the course yeah. and like take just, nine or it's 18, something that, get some exercise in yeah and and like you you get better the more you do it it's it's like a you know yoga is called a practice because you're never you are done practicing, practicing it. yeah you're never done it's it's a constant improvement so i feel like golf is that way too like 100%. you're not percent except it's not the, the nearly as peaceful yeah, I suppose. Like it is beyond that. But you are outdoors, which is yeah, nice. Yeah, that's gorgeous. Yeah. So, anyways, um, for my birthday, he purchased a brand new set of clubs for me, and I am very excited. I got shoes to match. Nice. Fashion. And, um, yeah, I, we're, we're going to hit up the course next summer. But, so I've been briefly looking at videos here and there of like techniques and things like that so i'm gonna have to figure out a way to practice this winter do you have any tips yeah get flexible yeah okay so work on your hip mobility which is probably something we should all do more of anyway it's true Uh, people are tight in the hips yeah tight there's piano wires for hamstrings and anyway so hip mobility uh what else are we gonna say yeah, hip mobility, like, just get flexible first. Um, okay. And then uh, I wouldn't overthink the swing. Just don't, don't. You There is an obscene amount of information out there on how to swing a right. golf club and what you should do. Um, but to be quite honest, uh, and if you plan on taking this into your, your future life as well, 
I would spend yeah. the, I don't know how much it costs. I'm going to guess anywhere between 60 and a hundred dollars, um, mm -hmm. and take a lesson. Nice. Okay. Take, take a lesson. But the other thing you can do too, I don't know how close you guys are to one. Um, but they've got, uh, indoor golf clubs now. Oh, okay. So yes, go, that's right. You go out, you play on the mats in front of the screens, kind of like a golf town. Um, yes. and you can play around of golf digitally. So you're not going to get the same amount yeah. of exercise in, but you can definitely get some practice in. Um, okay. That way your first uh, your first couple, your first round of golf, you won't be sore as fuck from never having golf before. And, yes. uh, and you'll, you'll be a lot more confident when you step up to the tee for the first time on a green course. Okay. <coughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. I'm actually going to look this up. But yeah, golf is uh, oh, infuriatingly fascinating. It's just such a great game it's uh it how would i describe it i feel like it's a game against yourself 100 percent. like you're not playing you you might be playing with other people but you're not looking to defeat anyone else it's all in your own it's your own game right yeah and even even the pros who are playing other people have to master themselves first in order to beat the other players mm -hmm. it's all about like one shot can make the difference in, in these kinds of situations so yeah you you're, you're you're bang on just take your time don't try to whack the fuck out of it just go easy swing through the ball and do what feels good and you'll have a great swing in no time and you'll be crushing it Sick. I uh, I appreciate that um, what has been the most difficult part of golf for you? And like, what is your most embarrassing golf moment? So the, the most difficult part is being consistent, I think. Um, okay. because th th consider all of the mechanics of your body and ar arguably a, a golf swing is a fairly simple concept, but all of these components of your body have to move in the right sequence at the right time in order to yeah. come together to hit the golf ball properly to put it where you want it yep um so yeah. doing all of those things consistently is tough uh and then there's different considerations after the tee like now your mm -hmm. swing is consistent but what about when the ball when you address the ball to take your shot the ball is on a downslope, so the ball is below your feet. Or the ball is on an upslope, so the ball is above your feet. Or you got to okay. aim just left or just right of that. Um, and now you got to change your foot positioning. You got to change your weight distribution. Um, and so applying consistency in those situations is where it gets really tough. And then there's yeah. the really tricky shots where you're playing out of the rough or out of the sand or really close to the green but not quite on it or, you know, you got to carry a water hazard where, um, you know, if you don't get your ball over the stream, you're going to lose a shot kind of thing. So mm -hmm. understanding how to approach those shots and being consistent at the same time. So it, I think, as you say about yoga practice, uh, golf is the same way you're trying to approach. I mean, maybe uh, I don't know what the pros think, but I know uh, with the few yoga sessions I've done, the person instructing the class is always walking you through exactly the moves you're moving into what you're doing now for how like kind of just coaching you the whole way um mm -hmm. and so I, I imagine a lot of golf players probably at least some of them maybe uh kind of have that same mental checklist that they walk themselves through uh, as they right. go to shoot their shot but I imagine it's also second nature for most of them they're just thinking about what strategies they want to play how they want to hit the ball do they want to put backspin on it do they want to put top spin on it do they want to draw it or fade it or whatever like try to play the mm -hmm. course and their opponents so um i think what would make it what does make it so challenging as well is is all these different um like minute changes in terrain possibly but then there's also a weather component to all of this like wind speed and uh, temperature i don't know how much temperature affects it probably not that much but like then rain if there's rain um i don't know all kinds of conditions could affect it right Tem like, temperature is huge like when it's wet the ball yeah. slows down 
It doesn't spin right. as much and it doesn't roll as far. When yeah. it's when it's hot and it's dry out, the course is is harder, so the ball bounces okay. and it rolls further. Uh, yeah. So that's good if you can hit it down on the fairway, but it's also tricky because now you got to make the ball stick when you hit it onto the green. Mm-hmm. Um, the time of day matters because the the grass follows the sun, so it changes how the grass faces. Um, even things like, you know, <clears throat> how is the course laid out as a whole in relation to the terrain surrounding the course? Are there big mountains over there that that are going to throw off your perception yeah. of? how you're viewing the slope at any particular time <coughs> yeah weather is yeah, yeah. a huge impact mm-hmm. on, on on your game but i just i like going on those overcast days when it's there's a light drizzle or a threatening rain because then there's fewer people and you get right. you get the course yourself but i think my most uh embarrassing story and it's not really embarrassing it's just uh because you have to be humble playing golf, especially if you're not good at it. You're going to have so many bad shots. Oh, and yeah. you're going to be like, oh, man, everyone's waiting on me and blah, 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 which is not the case. The people that are yeah. going to golf with you are the ones that enjoy spending time with you. And it doesn't matter how many shots it takes. Um, and, like, you can let other people buy. I'd be like, hey, yeah. you guys go ahead. Yeah. I was golfing. I- I'm new, <laughs> so you're going to want to go first. And they drive by and they're like, yeah, we could tell. But uh, <laughs> I, I was golfing with Kelly and Ian Fawcett. <laughs> Savage. Okay. This was years ago. And, uh, years ago. Years ago. Okay. We were at, uh, I want to say Wolf Ridge or Dragonfly. I can't remember. Okay. And I was at the team. Dragonflies in Renfrew. Yeah, I feel like it was I feel like it was Dragonfly. I can't remember. Okay. So long ago. I was on the tee okay. box and there's this giant water feature like 30 yards up and following yep. the fairway. And it's not a big okay. one. It, the, the water feature is probably like <clears throat> maybe 20 feet wide. And it followed the, the that hole for for maybe 40 or 50 feet. So like a giant okay. puddle or a pond kind of thing. Okay. And I put, I teed up and I shot six, seven, eight, nine. I don't know how many balls. And they went every single one of them came up straight sliced so hard to the right and almost like created steam (laughs) when it entered the water every single one of them (laughs) and it got to the point after the third one it went in i was like are you fucking kidding me are you and i tip another one i'd be so mad are you fucking kidding me i would just i put in a row that many however many balls it was it was insane um almost a dozen yeah and so for christmas that year uh i guess we saw kelly and ian and uh, I got a little stocking stuffer from them, and it was a sleeve of golf balls. And they'd open up the <laughs> golf balls, and on on, in, on each golf ball they wrote, Are you fucking kidding me? Which was a really <laughs> great reminder. But, yeah, not quite embarrassing, but just a funny little story about... That's good. Yeah. yeah, I like... Yeah. That's clever. I like that they did that. Very cute. I remember playing with Dale and Ian maybe my dad or maybe it was someone else they can't remember but it was i mean i didn't know dale too too well at the time we it was it was a long time ago this is my mm. my father-in-law for everyone listening and uh and uh they were making a joke about the dick out rule the dick out rule yeah it's where if you don't hit your golf ball past the ladies tee from your tee you have to play Uh-oh. the rest of that hole with your dick out Mm-hmm. And uh, they were making jokes about it, and then the next shot I had was off the tee box, and I did not hit it past the ladies' tee. And someone made a joke about it again. I was like, I really hope to God I don't have to play with my dick out in front of my future father-in-law, because that'll oh, be so embarrassing for everyone involved. Um, Who is actually doing yeah, that? Do people actually do no, that? No, I'm sure it was. I'm sure there's some people that have funny stories about it, but it was. Is more like okay. a, more like a clever little joke. Like I'm not going to play golf. I'm yeah. going to go play whack fuck. Gotcha. Yeah. That would have been an embarrassing story for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I, I would never be able to look him in the eye again. If he's ever seen my penis by accident, I'm okay with it. But I have zero intention of letting him see it ever. Not the same. 
Yeah. So uh, so golf is in the future, <laughs> and uh, th- this course back <laughs> this on track. That, this course that we uh, we've been uh, discussing going to is has like a couples membership. They all do apparently. Okay. Um, but this one's like quite reasonably priced, especially because we're planning on walking it. Um, but they don't offer lessons, so I feel I would have to go elsewhere if I did want to do some lessons, yeah, which I think find. would be worth doing yeah. because I just I need somebody to like align me, you know, like Duh. so show me show me how to hold this so that I could do that, like uh, give me some tips on like my different clubs. So you know, if you if you want uh, to to watch a great movie that'll that'll make you feel more relatable in in the golf world. Uh, watch please don't watch tin cup okay it's a really great movie about this guy who's an amazing <laughs> golfer uh and he falls in love with this therapist who's a terrible golfer anyway okay it's with kevin costner and i think renee russo from back in the day but it's one of my favorite movies little okay. let alone one of my favorite golf movies um, i thought you were about to recommend happy uh, gilmore yeah. to me and i was gonna be like no, no, Tin Cup is Derp. really good. Um, one thing I just learned, though, <coughs> pardon me, is that uh, so every golf course has to have a golf pro. Really? Yeah, so they're like a certified golfer, basically, to to okay. run the course. They understand whatever. I don't know. I, I, I actually don't know why they have to have one, and I'm sure that might not be the exact rule, but most golf courses have a golf pro. Okay. And usually that person would be the one, if they were offering lessons, who would give you the lessons. In- instructing. I see. Um, but what I learned was, is that just because you're a golf pro doesn't mean you're a good golfer. At, at least in Canada. I don't know if it's different in the States. But so maybe if you're going to do lessons, don't don't just go to the nearest one or the cheapest one. Um, or if you're going to do a lesson. Like invest a just, little bit. Just in to, yeah, invest activity. a little time just to make sure that that person actually produces results. Um, mm-hmm. Because everyone's body's different. So to go to a lesson okay. and do a couple golf swings, <coughs> you really want the person who's watching you swing to understand how your body prefers to move, mm-hmm. to understand how your body should move to get a good golf swing, and how to strike that yeah. healthy balance to give you everything you need to have a good golf swing results yeah exactly okay um and then from there yeah you'll you'll find out all about once you golf like uh what ranges your clubs are so you might shoot your seven iron 150 yards so when you're out playing you kind of have an idea of which clubs you should be selecting for for which yardages and stuff and yeah okay yeah it's uh, it's very, very and, wealth of knowledge. Well, the nice thing about golf too is is you you can get a lot of exercise from it. It gets you outside. It gets you away from the house. You can have mm-hmm. a ton of fun. You can bring a little speaker with you, provided it's like an okay course for that. Um, mm-hmm. If you got rides, you can do a little bit of day drinking, whatever. <laughs> like golf is yeah. golf is a blast, and there's always work parties or functions, and there's all kinds of gear. You can invest a lot of time and effort into golf. Big time, big time, I bet. Yeah, so uh, I will update once. Yeah. What's your uh, first lesson? Yeah. When's my first lesson? I'm looking to it. Um. Yeah, I feel like I lost my train of thought on the parenting thing from earlier. That's fine. We probably talk about our kids too much anyway. Yeah, it's it's all good. Uh, we got to be more relatable, Colin. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so this COVID. <laughs> Fucking COVID, eh? <laughs> I'm over it. I, I was asking you and Cassie, how long should I expect these symptoms to last? So they got this thing called long COVID. Yeah, I'm feeling Which is probably, like, I mean, I guess, like, People are talking about COVID, uh, or at least if you if you've got lingering symptoms from COVID, it's like a mm-hmm. permanent injury. Oh wow! Like, like it's yeah. like when you get well, frostbite, some people, you never you, you're yeah. never the same. Well, some people have quite severe long COVID. So, like some people have lost their olfactory senses since having COVID yeah. in 2020. So that's a huge problem. Big time. Um, <clears throat> 
and uh, you know varying degrees of people in between and then you know uh lung uh i don't want to say lung damage but like issues with lung capacity and and whatnot long term uh as well as like mental um see this is my covid i'm pretty sure <laughs> like brain fog yeah yeah, yeah essentially yeah. is is how they're describing it and i mean i'm i know i had that before so i can't blame it on this but um uh, certainly probably not helping and um yeah uh, just like there's there's a lot of other ones i feel like i could look this up actually because there's probably a big big old list online so long covid symptoms did you say did you just google long covid symptoms oh symptoms 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 that makes no sense so um they were talking about how um people who got the shot i can't i don't know people are like up in arms about calling it a vaccine but like the vaccine that they've created for covid um they're saying like it's not it it was causing women's menstrual cycles to be thrown off and people should be concerned about this etc etc and so the research has come out and shows that it it's inconclusive because they couldn't um, reproduce it in laboratory studies. So <laughs> they couldn't reproduce <laughs> COVID in laboratories. No, they couldn't reproduce the. Um, essentially, what was happening is is women their menstrual cycles would change after having the vaccine and so for some people it was like it just changed some people it lapsed so they didn't have it for a couple of months and then it returned but because they can't reproduce it they can't really do an accurate study of it yeah but in interviewing people who did have this happen to them uh they said like and they can't even say it's conclusive again because they can't there's not enough evidence anyways but the small amount of information (laughs) that they've gathered has essentially said it was temporary and for every single person their menstrual cycle resumed it just caused them to have like a month or two interruption yeah interruption in that time and so now they're wondering why did it do this and so they're looking into the why mm-hmm. of why would this happen and um yeah so to be continued on that on that topic yeah. um but yeah back to this so neurological symptoms difficulty thinking or concentrating headache sleep problems dizziness when you stand up pins and needles feelings change in smell or taste or depression or anxiety so they're calling this like post COVID slash long COVID yeah. um, symptoms. And I was looking up, for example, like how long am I going to have this goddamn cough? And like some, some sites were stating up to eight weeks after you were first past COVID. So like your first negative yeah. confirmed negative uh, COVID test, like eight weeks after that. So I was like, Come on. Oh my god, I'm over it. <laughs> yeah. I'm so over I'm, it. I'm over I feel listening like I'm... to it. Like, I'm just kidding. Oh, thanks. Shut her down. No more podcasts. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just, it's, it's wild. And I hope this isn't the case. But can you imagine if somebody's had this for, like, two years? I mean, and that's just annoying. Yeah. It's so yeah. annoying. Especially, Truly. like, I mean, those mundane situations where you just got to do, like, a little, <clears throat> but it doesn't actually mm-hmm. solve it, and you just keep going, <clears throat> and, like, you're trying to fall asleep, and Jordan's like, for the love of God, get out. Literally. You yeah. Try to, you got to so swallow when I, a spoonful when I lie of down honey just to soothe your throat. Before bed. Yeah. Like, quite literally, that's been happening every night, because whatever... 
for whatever reason when I lie down it um it changes however my body is is um obviously the gravity on my body changes when I lie down yeah and like I go into a coughing fit and sometimes I go to bed after Jordan and so I get into bed and I'm like <clears throat> like coughing into the pillow <laughs> trying not to wake him up because I'm like oh man this is just like turning into such a nightmare um but yeah I'd be curious to hear like if anybody has had COVID and how long their symptoms lasted like I I'm just curious at this point like what yeah. what are people's um experience with it I think Cassie still can't smell very well she was saying yeah she's had reduced uh smelling ever since which like really sucks i gotta say when i couldn't smell or taste i was like i don't care about eating right now like I, what i was eating purely for necessity i was like i know i have to eat to get better i need sustenance so just bland food i was eating like bread soup that's it like prison food yeah and jordan kept asking me he's like does this taste okay i was like wrong person bro. no idea no idea it's the weirdest thing Ask i was rubbing vicks yeah i was rubbing vicks on anson's back and i couldn't smell anything Whoa. but then the reaction of vicks on your respiratory system is like very bold right so even though i couldn't smell the reaction was the same wow Ooh, and what i will note is that the reaction <laughs> this is gonna sound so strange the reaction of salt versus sweet oh, still yeah. occurs when you eat things, even if you can't taste them. So, like, I so had like, something, like, I, just for fun, I was, like, testing this stuff out. I was, like, eating candy, and I was, like, oh, like, there's certain, like, it tingles certain parts of your taste buds. And then when I was having soup, for example, with crackers, I was, like, oh, wow, like, that's, that's different parts of your taste buds. Like, you feel... You feel it interacting. That is so cool. Cause Even though you might not be able to actually identify like what the flavor yeah, is. To taste sweet without tasting the flavor of the sweet? Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah. The, like it's I knew it was sweet only. Of the sweet? Yeah, yeah, from memory, right? That's interesting. I was like, oh, okay. Like I, I almost felt like doing a blindfolded test where I was like, let's try this and that. But I mean, who has fucking time for that when you're dying? <laughs> Um, <laughs> nobody's got the time yeah so that was that was really interesting to be honest and uh they should be researching that because that was pretty cool Gotta say. i was just thinking like but the, then, there's very rarely an opportunity where you have that many people willing to lose flavor so take advantage of what mm -hmm. you got yeah that would be a, a big no thanks for most people i think yeah big time and uh I remember when my my scent like it's still not fully back um I can sympathize with Cassie where it's like like when Isla poops I only smell it 50% of the time now and it's very strange because I'm like I've never had this issue I've always had like a great sniffer so <laughs> um so so weird but I remember when I was like starting to get my scent back uh I was like boiling I was making something and it had a, like a lot of garlic in it yeah. and ginger and like I got a whiff of the vapors from this this broth and I was like oh my god I can smell it this is so exciting I got so excited and then the following day is when I made my butterscotch pumpkin pie and I could get hints of like the pumpkin spice Ooh. in the oven and I was like oh yes this is gonna get good so yeah, those were that was probably the most interesting part. So, yeah, I would love to hear if anybody else had similar experiences or completely different ones. And uh, yeah, write us in and and message us on the instas and or uh, gosh, we gotta get a voicemail call in so people can leave <laughs> us voicemails. Yeah, I'm not putting my uh, my my personal phone number out on the internet. Hell's no. <laughs> yeah, but we can we can. I'm sure you can sort that out. Well, not you like. We'll figure this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The royal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The royal you. Um. Yeah. So what else is going on? 
Uh, you're crazy busy. You're doing physics. Uh, yeah, physics is, is, is going good. Uh, <laughs> wrapped up probability and stats. We started oh uh, decision making or decision analysis and decision modeling analysis. and simulation. It's going fantastically. Wow. Yeah, so many great classes. The content sounds boring up front, but we've been very lucky that we've had a lot of people who are passionate about what they're teaching and have made them interesting okay. topics, which is okay. really good. Because, like, defense management, pff, so boring. But our, our, our instructors teaching it did a great job of making it not boring. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Um, and, and that's half the battle, right? When, when your instructor has a passion for it, perhaps, or is just really good at teaching mm -hmm. it, um, it make, it makes the content <coughs> a lot easier to absorb and memorable sometimes even, you know? Yeah. Um, hang on. Sorry, you're going to sneeze. No problem. I just had a... Apachoo. Oh, God bless you. Thank you. Yeah, pretty busy, um, but... I don't really... Yeah. It's just... It's, a full sketch. Yeah, and then, like, the weekends are, are pretty busy, too. We're very excited for next weekend. Yeah, so uh, our next episode, uh, I'm assuming, is going to be after this event... So, um, we'll have, we'll be able to talk about some fun Halloween activities so. that we're yeah. going to plunge into. We got some, uh, pumpkin activities planned. I think Cassie's got enough pumpkins now. Sick. Sick. Yeah. So what's, what's the thing? Like, what is the... Pumpkin ferno. the proto for, oh. for Halloween decor? Uh, in terms of what? the home the home aspect so like we've been walking around the neighborhood and oh my gosh if i had a nickel for every time ansa says mama look when we're looking at decor uh in the neighborhood for the halloweenies um i would be fucking rich my homie um this kid he's like obsessed mama look mama look at the pumpkin mama look mama look at the ghost mama look mama look anyway so like I thought inflatables was like a Christmas thing. Like, you know those big inflatable things that, like, you put out in your front yard, like, takes up half the thing? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So people would have, like, big Santas and reindeer and shit. Um, yeah, now they do Halloween. And it's wild. Um, the, the, we drove by one house and they had to have, like, no joke a hundred of them oh my like this God. place clearly goes all out like it was their entire yard and like they lived on quite a large property and <coughs> it would be like our old place the whole front yard like the whole front half of of the usable yard space yeah covered in like these inflatable things and oh my gosh the amount of look moms that i got that <laughs> that's so awesome but truly i um are we going do people go all out for halloween now like that wasn't really a thing before and i well, feel like it i don't is know I, I mean yeah we've seen a ton of them i feel like the uh like the christmas um decorations Spirit? really pioneered that yes like the, okay. the inflatable shit on your yard Yes, and big so time. I think Halloween just I never saw got into it. Yeah, yeah, people are just like hype about Halloween because Halloween stuff was always hard products like statues and little miniatures or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, skeletons and fake hands and tombstones and. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. the uh, the fake the fake arms with the hand that are bloody, and then you could they have the <laughs> flaps so you could uh, attach them. Yeah to your car trunk or whatever make it look like yeah. there's a body in your trunk hanging out the yeah, shit that really people cool. used to fucking do <laughs> i think they still do that i would have no doubt in my mind that they still do that it's uh it's pretty good um 
yeah, it's wild, some of the decor I've seen around here. And, uh, I don't know if I could keep up. Like, the storage alone for all of these things? That's insane. Like, that's my first port of call when I'm going to whinge about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, storing it alone is is just already annoying as fuck. Um, Yeah. And I have zero intention of wanting to set it all up and then take it all down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. Where uh, I, I told Jordan that I want to uh, set up Halloween as if it, I was setting up for a wedding. So I want to do a day of, and then I want to do the teardown day of, and I don't want to see it at all. And and it's strange because I love Halloween, truly. Yeah. It's uh, super fun. And uh, I love getting dressed up and all that shit. But, like, uh, you also have to take into account the fact that I got other shit going on. Yeah. And every other parent feels that way, too, I'm pretty sure. Because the priority, I think, at this point is, like, the kids having fun and going out trick-or-treating and, like, having a good time. And um, the decor is just not part of having a good time with the kids. It probably will when they're old enough to contribute and, like, really enjoy it themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I wouldn't want to... uh... Yeah. We said any more time than I had to. And I was reminiscing. I don't know if it was like this at the grocery store you worked at. Uh, but I remember Halloween night, the overnight staff, they would bring in extra uh, to set up all the Christmas uh, paraphernalia overnight so that when people walked in on November 1st, it would be Christmas. Oof. And there would be no... No hint of Halloween left in the store. <laughs> and I just thought, this is <laughs> insane. And it's way no? too early. Not at Loblaws, my friend. That's the plan. I, That's I Proto at Loblaws, November I 1st. I definitely don't remember the Proto uh, that well. Okay. Um, I, okay. I, I just didn't pay that much attention to it. Um, Dang. And I actually probably worked there for a very short amount of time, probably like five or six months. Um, oh geez! Because I, I I basically joined the army right after. You turned that. and burned. Yeah. Oh, I'm okay. To remember, yes, but right. anyway, um, yeah, I uh, turned and burned. <laughs> I think November first is way too soon for. For yes. I mean, December first is too yes. soon. Yeah, so my my thing is, I think December 1st is okay. Uh, I feel like 20, 25 days, 24, I guess, technically, in advance is is okay. Because, like, that's also when the elf on the shelf arrives. Oh, right? that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I feel like that's okay. I My, my rule of thumb is after Remembrance Day. I feel like uh, it's creeping up and it's overlapping with Remembrance Day. And I feel like... The whole purpose of Remembrance Day is we remember. And if we start forgetting and putting Christmas, um, like placing precedence on Christmas, then then we're dumb. Yeah. The whole point of we remember is... You've, you've is lost the plot. <laughs> yeah, like it's so silly. So I feel like, um, you know, say what you want about uh, how you feel about war, but it has happened in the past and it still continues to happen. And I feel like that's like the whole purpose of having a remembrance day is to honor those that have fought for us, obviously, and, uh, appreciate the fact that we have wonderful lives today because of it. And, um, they say if you, like, history will repeat itself yeah, if, if you actively it, forget the mistakes that you've made in the past. Yeah. And I feel like that's the whole thing. Like, don't... Let's not do that again. Let's not do that again. So, yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I think... Uh, so Christmas can hold up. Just for a few days. Yeah. Just hold the phone. A lot of radio stations, I think, still hold off on playing Christmas music till after Remembrance Day. If I recall. Okay. And most of them start December 1st. I think. I could be wrong. Colin, are you spacing out on me? No. No. 
<laughs> Some email. It looks like an email came in. Very important. I. Uh, and he's distraught. I don't like. Uh, I don't like to invoke the remembrance day thing because it seems a little self-serving. Um, but I agree with you. Oh, you you personally, I see. But I do agree with you. I think I think after Halloween, it's it's Remembrance Day, is the next mm-hmm. big holiday, big event. Uh, yes, yeah. Um, Noteworthy account. And then once that's done, we can yeah. focus on Christmas. But I believe you're 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 absolutely right, and it's easy for us, you know, uh, nestled by two huge friggin' oceans. Uh, to forget what's going on in the world, but uh, it, it mm-hmm. just goes to show you that these things can happen anytime, and it's it's really important to just not just from seventy, eighty years ago, but you know, recently we lose we lose soldiers every day. Yeah, and I know we're not, <coughs> or my understanding is we're not actively involved in Ukraine, but like there's a war, and like in the Middle East there are wars, like ongoing and i feel like it's easy to like you said not forget but like just put it in the back of your mind because it's not right in front of you yeah we're we're far more insulated from from the you know the atrocities of the world so it's easier to Mm -hmm. to not have that at the forefront tis true tis true i mean this would make a great segue for me to talk about Handmaid's Tale, the new season, it's out. Um, but I feel like I'll just leave it at that. I feel like people should watch it. The Handmaid's new Tale? Season. Handmaid's oh. Tale, my friend. Season 5, I believe now. And uh, I don't know how many more they're going to do. But guys, it's it's a freaking good show. I gotta say. Yeah, I have a feeling. I, I mean, I don't know. I've seen it if like Cassie watched it a few times. And it looks good and everything, but... Yeah. Not like, not like super duper. Acting's great. The plot line, it keeps developing. Like it's, I don't know. It just, ha- it hasn't let me down yet. If you know what I mean. Yeah. It's, which like is, it's Sometimes rare. shows it's you're rare. like, repeat. Yeah. There's usually a season where you're like, did you guys fucking phone it in or what? Yeah. Somewhere along the way. But yeah, I know. It's been good. Also, speaking of seasons that are out, there's a... The Grand Tour. Mm, mm-hmm. They've gotten a new... They're calling it a season, but it's like a one-episode season. Special, yeah. <coughs> it's a special, yeah. So they've got a new special out. Do you know what it's called? The Scandi... The Scan... They're in Scandinavia. Okay. I'm going to look it up here. The Grand Tour. The Scandi Flick. <laughs> The Grand Tour. Anyways, highly recommend. It might surprise you. And and on that note too, I think another one it, that might surprise you is uh, Clarkson's Farm. Oh yes, yeah, I think yes, we've yes. talked about that one though. We have briefly, um, but that that was at least a year ago, if not more. So I feel like yeah, I could use a refresher. Good old Clarkson. James? 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 No. Rit, r- no. Jeremy. 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 Oh my god, thank god. Nope. Richard Clarkson. Richard Clarkson. Oh, days. Uh, no, James May. Uh, Brian. Uh, yeah, Richard Clarkson. And, James Hammond. Uh, Richard Hammond? Richard Hammond. Oh my gosh, yeah. James Clarkson. May. What am I saying? James May. <laughs> Jeremy Clarkson. Oh my god. Richard Hammond. Brain. <laughs> See, I'm just going to use the COVID fog yeah. as my excuse now. It's my COVID fog. It's my COVID fog. Mom brain. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Oh, and I don't know if I was talking about this on the podcast or not, but uh, I suspected that my iron levels were low. They're perfectly fine. Oh. Yeah. Were you were you had the old from like fatigue or Oh yeah, I had like all the symptoms of a low iron or a line of, of iron deficiency. Uh but it turns out that's just the way I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and my blood work is fine. <laughs> so uh yeah. Good times. Oh man, well I'm really happy to hear that uh you know <laughs> your body's good 
I'm I'm gonna be all right, yeah. you know. I'm gonna be. As she I'm looks, right. you guys can't see, but she's looking down, not at the camera, saying, "I'm gonna be all <laughs> I'm right." <gonna> be okay. <laughs> oh man, it's good times. I feel like there were some TikToks that we sent back and forth, and we were like podcast topics, but we'll oh, save man. them for next. Yeah, time. I'll have to go back through and comb through the the million I sent you. And, we'll uh, do some proper earmarking and whatnot, and we'll deliver the the TikTok goods, the goods. next time. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. The amount of information on TikTok is insane, but yeah, we'll leave it at that. And uh, yeah, I get the impression that I'm being ushered out. So yeah, no, sorry, I was just looking at the time, and oh. I feel like yeah, we go. we're we're there, my friend. We're good to go. Um, yeah, we have, we have. We don't want to bore you guys. We'll see, so. uh, are you guys coming over Friday or Saturday? We'll wrap and then we can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess our listeners don't. Did need you to press? Care. No. <laughs> did you? Did you stop? No. Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? Now okay. that we've embarrassed ourselves, we'll. Dun, dun. Thanks, friends. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Come back next time and please subscribe. Share with your friends. Go on our Instagram. Uh, we made it podcast and then uh, the WMI podcast at gmail.com is our email if you'd like to send us anything please do uh, as always we appreciate your listenership and uh, want your feedback always so yeah thanks uh, thanks all what she said till next time bye guys toodles